Hi, and welcome again to the Not Your Normal Social Emotional Learning Podcast. I am your host, Nini White, and this is going to be one more episode focusing on another essential element or dimension, if you will, of listening. This time, I'll be quoting extensively from Creating Cultures of Thinking, written by Ron Richard, a book I've previously referenced in this podcast. I hope and trust that you'll find it beneficial for your daily interactions with your young students. The language of listening, according to Ron Richard, is how conversation and interactions achieve their most productive win-win outcomes. Richard observes, and I completely agree with him, that new teachers, as well as experienced teachers, are generally better at talking than listening, even though by showing genuine interest in other people's thinking, uh, thinking, we are engaging in one of the most powerful ways to build mutual respect in the classroom. The language of listening is an actual language, because it uses a particular set of words and a combination of those words. This language typically revolves around questions that are motivated by an authentic intention to gain clarity about what the person who is speaking is attempting to communicate. The language of listening is also enlisted for the purpose of removing the listener's own unintentional, though sometimes sticky, assumptions and or biases by paraphrasing what they've understood the the speaker has said just to make certain that everyone is on the same page as the old saying goes. In the context of class discussions, another layer of the language of listening, what Richard refers to as threading, is the making of connections. For example, Carolyn raises a point about which she feels pretty strongly. Then Jimmy makes a comment, followed by Marco raising another perspective, which connects in a real but perhaps not so obvious way to what Carolyn said. And that's when the teacher takes a moment to briefly highlight the common theme of Carolyn's and Marco's comments with a simple observation like, huh, what you just said, Marco, brings to mind Carolyn's ideas. Something like that. Threading can contribute a real and constructive influence on building belonging in the group by building coherence in group discussions by shining a light on shared perspectives and values that might not have been so obvious to everyone. It's a small thing, but done well, it can have not so small impact. The main key to success with threading, which I'm sure is more more than obvious to you, is a teacher's focused and respectful listening that enables him or her to cull the, the key ideas, questions or issues that might need just a little nudge of clarity so that all the students can get the connections, which ideally has the effect of moving a discussion along in ways that are relevant, thus engaging to all participants, even just a little more. Another way to thread, rather than interpreting the connectedness of two students' comments, the teacher can pose a question to a student, something like, Carolyn, what do you think about what Marco has just said? 
Of course, you'd only call in a student in this way if it would not in any way cause any embarrassment or discomfort. And maybe Carolyn would just give a one-word response, but still, it's possible that this little exchange could highlight for both of them some compatibility in their thinking about which they weren't previously aware. Okay, almost done, but uh, just one more very cool opportunity to bring the nurturing language of listening into your class discussions. Richard refers to it as challenging ideas, not in terms of bringing into question the accuracy or correctness of a student's comment, but in the exploratory sense or as an opportunity to stretch students' thinking beyond the obvious as in a Socratic dialogue. Something like, well, what do you think would happen next if the boy in that picture chose to do something different? Or does anyone want to try to imagine what happened just before they were doing that? Exploring ideas out loud and all together can be so incredibly interesting and fun for everyone. Everyone. You and all your students especially when you have a clear idea of the general direction of this discussion while remaining open to the wide-ranging creative ideas your students are capable of contributing. Thoughts, comments, requests for topics or challenges you'd like us to address in an episode of this podcast? We would love to hear from you. Our email address is ask at kidsownwisdom.com. That's ask at kidsownwisdom.com. Okay, thank you for all that you do for your students. Until next time.